everybody. I am Mike. Hi. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> oh God. Let's leave that in. Let's just leave that in. No. Mike is Mike stumbling at me just coughing loudly right now. <laughs> All right. Let's start over. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 37 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton. And who are the zombies with me tonight? Wolfpack. Wolfpack with me tonight. That's better. Lupo, Stefan, JD. Uh, Spectre, Stuart Hughes, recovering from a cold. Uh, Fora is Michael K. Hughes. Our um, special guest. I forgot about Fora. I never used him in my in my set. Her, actually. Wow, that's yeah. how much I never used. <laughs> no relation, by the way. I, <laughs> I feel like I should mention that. Stuart Hughes and Michael Hughes, not related. Yeah, I'm just the <laughs> amalgamation between Stuart and Michael. Yeah. yeah. Our powers no, combined. Yeah. Michael Hughes, not related to Mike Alberton either. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can only apologize, by the way, for my, my audio is going to be just awful this week, because as you can hear, I've got this ni- nasty cold I'm still recovering from. I'll just give a good <sighs> right into the mic. That's what it sounds that, like. That might not be in the show. Really. <laughs> spread that zombie virus. Yeah, I'll get the T-virus. It's airborne. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get too far, I want to give another shout out to another podcast I've been mentioning a few weeks now, the Next to Nothing podcast. It is a podcast w- with Danny Kay and Ren Dish. It's about getting deals on games. If you guys need our podcast to add to your list of podcasts, feel free to follow them. I know that plug was terrible. All right. <laughs> My Facebook kept updating. So I couldn't say on the message. All right. I think I'm going to introduce what we're playing, what we're talking about tonight, what we played. Uh, first, I want to say 24-year-old Mike lied to me. He told me this was a good game, 24 or 5, yeah. something like that. And I've been telling everybody, this is a good game. It's not that bad. And then I played it as 31-year-old Mike, and I'm like, oh. oh. Yes. 25-year-old stuff. We are playing Resident Evil Operation Raccoon. <laughs> Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Because I hate my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Where, where the characters and the players try to survive. Yeah. I really liked it when I was a kid. I, you know, I wasn't even a kid, but when I was younger, my early 20s, I really thought this was a fun game. And maybe it was just because I didn't have expectations that I have now. Like, fun, you know? I don't know. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing about this is that we played a game that does have a cooperative function. At no point did we even, like, talk to each other and consider playing it together. <laughs> well, I, I did talk to Stefan because he sent me the text, this game is so hard, what the, why did you make us play this? So there was that. Um, like, Stefan yeah, was busy and... all week, I was busy all week, Mike was busy all week. At some point we should have said, like, ah, maybe we should, like, give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even come up. Yeah. that way. I mean, we, mm. if we ever do Lost Planet 2, then we should try to get together and, but who knows. Oh, oh yeah, I'd love to try it that way. Or like Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil 5 would be great. Oh, no. I feel like Resident Evil 5 would be me and Stefan at different points jumping in to help Mike with the campaign. <laughs> right, oh. you, take, you take chapter one, I'll take chapter two. One thing I want to ask, did we all play this before? Was this for anyone's first time playing this lovely gym? No. Uh, no. Okay. I, didn't I mean, no, so. I have played it before. Okay. Yeah. Did you also think it was a good game back then and then realized, oh... I had kind of the exact opposite reaction where I played it back in 2012 and I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> and then, uh, playing it again, I was like, this game is fine. I mean, I enjoyed parts of it, but it like for me, when you start off the first level and I died about three times to Berkman because I didn't realize you were supposed to run away. I'm like, I just kept shooting his eye and I'm like, he's not dying. And then I realized, oh, I got to turn around and run. And I'm like, oh. Well, that and those, uh, the quick time events 
for him are so fast. And if oh. you don't hit it perfectly, you're dead. You know what? I, I'm going to say Resident Evil's always had a problem with quick time events, though. Like, oh, yeah. Up until, I guess, like, 7 doesn't really have quick time events. They have, like, cinematics, which you just expected no one to do, but they're set up really cinematically. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, like, like Resident Evil 5, there's there's a DLC for Resident Evil 5 where you have to, uh, you're in the, the uh, A mansion, not the mansion. You're in a separate mansion trying to find Wesker as Chris and Jill. And the quick times for that are, like, you get, like, a quarter of a second to hit them. You have to know what they are ahead of time. It's so <laughs> fucking shit. Is that oh. Lost in Nightmares? Yeah, yeah, Lost Nightmares or Lost we in should... Nightmare or something. Mm-hmm. We should give a quick... Because yeah. the, the game that we're mainly going to be talking about, Operation Reckless, so there will be spoilers, but that doesn't really matter. But <laughs> there will be spoilers Resident Evil 2 and 3. This is this game is not canon, though. Just to take that out real fast. Yeah. And I mean, I, I in thought... my mind, it's can- parts are canon. But... Yeah. No, it's not canon. It's based <laughs> on the story, but it's not canon, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I actually found out something interesting playing this is that it, on PlayStation, there's this thing called PlayStation Now. And uh, if you have a PS4, you can subscribe to it. You can play old PS3 games. And crazy enough, you can actually play online with people. So I actually did play online with people oh, really? through the campaign. <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. uh, people are still playing this game for some reason. Oh, I, I 100% believe that. <laughs> yeah i uh i like a year ago i started playing Kanan lynch the first Kanan lynch game <laughs> I, there are I still that people good. there are it, well first of all it's great it's basically the heat the video game we should play it at some point but there are still people playing that fucking game like the game was such a small game and there are still fucking people online playing that to this day that's crazy yeah. there were that is, i was not there <laughs> yes but uh, yeah, so I, I asked my friend Jesse, who's been on the podcast, I said, hey, do you want to play this with me? And he started laughing at me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good reaction. And, and then we played through the first half and I was like, well, do you want to play the rest with me tomorrow? And he just laughed and then hung up on me. <laughs> and that was the last we ever heard from Jesse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just hangs up on you, like deletes your number from his phone. I'm like we're done. Don't ask me such a thing. Friendship over. <laughs> This is oh. God, this game was like weird though because it's one of three resident like big Resident Evil titles that came out in the same year. What else came out this mm-hmm. year? Was it Resident Evil Five the same year? Resident Evil Six was well. The year oh. started with Resident Evil Revelations um, uh, in January. Never played that still on the 3DS. Um, oddly okay. enough, but then it got re-released on Windows and and PlayStation and Nintendo Switch actually. Um, it's okay. It's very similar to Operation Raccoon City, like playstyle wise. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, it's it's got some cool well, I say cool characters. It's got some over the top ridiculous <laughs> Resident Evil characters that I love. Um Is there one named Jackass? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I can't remember. Well, there's a guy that I always refer to as like Weasel, and I don't know his actual name. <laughs> Weasel. He, he's been brought up on the podcast before. It's like a character with red like red curly hair that's like like the cowboy bebop afro. Oh, I know who you're, I okay, I know who you're talking yeah. about. I did play Revelations once for like a couple hours, but never beat it. <laughs> you always run into him as Parker and he's like, hey Parker has <laughs> I old friend, and you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then oh. Raccoon uh Operation Raccoon City came Thank out you. in March and then Resident <laughs> Evil Six came out in October. Oh, that's cool. I mean you know a lot three of favorite Resident Evil games. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I remember liking six, but I haven't played it in a while. But I do like want to say six. this I'm in one the is, a, is a third-person action game 
kind of like how four and five are, but you can move while you're shooting, like six. I think six had that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the whole point of this good. game yep. is meant to be played online co-op with three other people. You each get to pick a character that's kind of based on like assault, uh, demolition type of thing. There's type of Spectre, or not Spectre, but like Spec Op, like different different like modes you would find in a regular shooter game or something where they just want to throw military people in there. It, and it actually is made by the people who do spec ops i think it's not know. made by capcom yeah it's that's why this game it. sucks that's why this game <laughs> spec ops was great story-wise yeah it is i mean um, i i like the story because when i played this game i had never played resident evil 2 or 3 i still never played 3 and be able to see a bunch of the events that i knew about but to actually be able to see them was really cool to me i mean i didn't understand the references i still didn't get who that guy was that jumped in the elevator near the end i don't remember that tyrant being in my version of resident evil 2 when i beat it but other than that i, I recognize most of the bosses well, there was a point in resident evil in the timeline where they decided that the tyrant was gonna wear a trench coat and i don't know exactly when that happened but they said like like the tyrant used to look kind of like like nemesis well i guess like in the first game he has like a coat on kind of but it's not like a trench coat it's not like a leather like noir style trench coat at some point it became that though and i don't know why uh i think he's supposed to blend in in public is what it is they <laughs> okay they yeah <laughs> people fucking keep saying that to me but he's like 10 feet tall and gray <laughs> you telling me that that wouldn't blend in i mean and also that's like in the fucking degenerate is it degeneration or is damnation stuff in the cgi movie where like they've got the giant tyrants that they were building that are like the size of a building oh that's the second, second one, one. Definitely not the damnation. they're like two stories tall they're still they're still wearing trench coats <laughs> <laughs> well, like they, they still smell, manufactured dude. a giant trench coat for this fucking tyrant. Like, like he's Ninja gonna Turtles. fucking blend in. The Ninja Turtles wearing their trench coats and hats, trying to blend yeah, in. So it's still yeah. a Ninja Turtle in a trench coat. Same exact thing. That's like the Clark uh, Clark Kent effect. It's like you put on a coat and some glasses, and you're human. <laughs> what they needed to do um, was uh, give the like give Mister X and the new tyrants like give them those glasses, those Groucho Marx glasses with the nose <laughs> and the mustache. <laughs> Like, that would have made it perfect. Put him in a tutu. Like, um, Wesker did the same shit. Wesker wore sunglasses so that you wouldn't see his glowing red eyes. But you still saw his glowing red eyes through the sunglasses. Resident Evil doesn't... It's not meant to make sense. That's you just true. have to accept that. Like, especially... The role of cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love Resident Evil as a franchise. I um, I don't love this game. But I do love the series. Slant <clears throat> The only other games they made... Um, the only other games they have note that they really made are... Um, Three SOCOM U.S. Navy SEALs games. Uh, I guess two of them got reviewed okay, and then, like, Confrontation did not great. <laughs> two of those were on PSP. And then they also did an iOS game called The Bowling Dead, which apparently <laughs> did, did fairly well. Of course. <laughs> Let's just say they're not a famous company for stuff. Mm. So Yeah, but we should say that this game does try to tie in uh, some serious moments in Resident Evil lore, like when William Birkin is trying to escape with the G-Virus to sell it to the U.S., the Umbrella team with Hunk. That's essentially what you're doing, is you're trying to go in there and take the G-Virus. <laughs> but, of course, things go bad. It actually, in this game, actually, too, they miss out on showing that the rats eat the virus so yeah they skip this out. game doesn't even stick to canon right but <laughs> <laughs> it tries 
I did like the idea that Hunk went into the lab with a team of people, like a team of special forces. I do like that idea because that makes more sense than just he went in with like three or four people. They all got murdered right away and just him. Like this made more sense that it was a specialized team. Well, mm-hmm. the idea of Hunk was always supposed to be like, he's so cool and yeah. I'm going to I'm going to hurt one of our viewers or listeners uh, feelings because he fucking loves Hunk. But Hunk sucks. <laughs> Hunk's like he's supposed to be really cool but he goes in with like three other people in the canon story he goes in with three other people they all get murdered and he survives but he's like unconscious for like 48 hours um, (laughs) and wakes up and he like escapes Raccoon City that's kind of like his canon story I think he doesn't he like kill like the last of Birkin or something too Mm. Mm. uh, he runs into like something that's almost dead and he kills it and he's like, oh, yeah, what a badass. <laughs> um, it's the Boba Fett effect. So this game, yeah. like, this game really had the opportunity to make Hunk, like, a fucking badass and have him just exist in the game, constantly doing shit around you. But, no, same thing. He gets fucking taken out right in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. ever see him past that Birkin cutscene? Nope. Because nope. <laughs> he goes, he says, I'm going back. And then he kicks oh, you guys right, out right. and he goes in oh, the yeah. lab to try to go get the virus. Yeah, it's like, all right, bye. <laughs> I, I, I really do. I would like Honk to have, like, a good game. Because, I mean, he is he is kind of a, a interesting character. But He has this game. He's just been... He's such a bitch. <laughs> he's gotten, he's gotten, like... He's gotten so screwed over by Capcom as a character. It's like, ah, fuck Honk, who cares? And then... I mean, they try to like to put a story. Like, there is a story to what you're doing. That you're going here to go get the G virus, from, and then things keep happening, and you keep getting different missions. There's two stories actually. Are you talking about like the Spec Ops thing? Yeah. So you can go in as uh, Umbrella Security. That's DLC though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is better than the main game. It is better than the main game by a long shot. Never played. I want it when I was when this first came out back when I had it. Also, this game dropped at twenty dollars within like months of it coming out. <laughs> by the way, I remember that it dropped really, really fast. Wish, wish I had waited for that. According to my achievements, I bought this day one. <laughs> I did not. I, I think I paid. And from anyone who knows me, when if I pay twenty dollars for a game, that's like me spending like sixty to me because I usually wait for everything. <laughs> I was so excited for this game back in the day, and maybe I made myself like it. Uh, uh, maybe no, you only uh, played the Echo Six stuff, and you're like, "Oh, this must be the real game." <laughs> I I really wanted to play the DLC, and I wish I could have, but I wasn't gonna buy for twenty dollars. I paid five dollars for this game at Pawn America like, a couple like a year or two ago, so I wasn't paying twenty dollars for DLC. Pawn America is right for Pawn America. Sounds like pawn some America? weird like campaign slogan. We're gonna pawn America, twenty twenty. Well, I could get. Fuck it, we're just gonna sell ourselves to Canada. Oh, but the camp each campaign is broken up into seven missions. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the Spec Ops campaign, but like the regular campaign, what do you want the second level? Well, one thing I do I do want to say that was awesome about this game, at least awesome to me. The first time that I saw a crimson head in this game freaked the hell out of me as it came chasing after me like it was gonna murder me and i think it did oh man thanks for clarifying that mike when you said awesome to me (laughs) 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 Um, i I didn't like the game as a whole because it one it feels more challenging like when you're playing on casual it feels more challenging than it should because the game is made for multiplayer yeah Yeah. that's one thing about it that you can you can tell everything you're playing you can always tell it was not balanced for single player Ever. No, not at all. Yeah. And that's yeah. one issue with it that I, I 
I feel like this was the era of like Capcom saying we're gonna do a bunch of weird multiplayer shit. Like we're just gonna try multiplayer as hard as we can with a bunch of different products. Because like Operation Raccoon City had it was a huge multiplayer campaign for four people. Well, not huge, just seven levels, but still, it's like it's a big game for a four-player co-op game to come out. And then Resident Evil Six um, came out, and they tried the same. They tried a bunch of like wacky multiplayer things, like it's two-player co-op. But I've always wanted to try this. I've always wanted to get six people together to try this, or I guess eight if you count the the eight or seven if you count the Ada Wong um, uh, extra mission. But if you're playing Resident Evil Six with two people, and you get to a point where there's crossover. You could be online and people from those campaigns could jump into your campaign. Like, so you're playing as Leon and Helena, like Chris and Piers. Other people playing as Chris and Piers can jump into your campaign for that, like, crossover section. Yeah, that'd be cool. It was really cool when the game came out. Unfortunately, I don't think enough people are playing it now, but. (laughs) No. Probably. But, like, yeah, like Capcom, this, like, at some point, they said, the tyrant's going to wear a trench coat. Everything's going to be multiplayer. (laughs) Didn't he wear a trench coat in two? In the original yeah. two? Yeah. yeah, but it was like, I don't know, it, like the one in two is like, isn't it more of like the movie trench coat? Like the first Resident Evil movie trench coat where it's like, or the second Resident Evil movie trench coat, I guess, where it's more of like just leather plastered onto him. It's more of just like uh, to hide his shame than it was to hide the crowd. I, I can just imagine Umbrella hiring somebody to tailor tyrant suits like, no, it needs to be bigger. I like to bigger. think it was Wesker. I like to think Wesker in his downtime. <laughs> Like, had a, like, he was really into tailoring. <laughs> like, that's how he relaxed. Like, after he lost, after, like, Chris kicked his ass, he'd go away and he'd hide for a couple of years and he'd just, he just work with his, his leather maker's kid out. <laughs> There's just one scientist <laughs> like, why are we putting a coat on this guy? Because he's cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, Wesker's, like, really hates, but, like, nudity. He just, he's just, like, <laughs> He's a super brute. That's why he's always. That's why throughout the games he's putting on more and more clothing. <laughs> you get to Resident Evil Five, he's wearing like that long leather uh, trench coat and like big baggy leather pants. <laughs> I guess I in the first that. game he did get his ass kicked by a naked tyrant, so maybe he saw more than any human yeah. should. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's like great. <laughs> like on top of getting my ass kicked, it was also embarrassing that the guy was naked. So he's like, so now on they have trench. Just in case a tyrant ever tries to kill Wesker again, at least it will be clothed. No one should see what I've seen. Uh, Just in case anyone wants to know how good this game is, we're talking about tyrants wearing (laughs) trench coats. (laughs) Um, One thing thing I do want to say, I do like how many zombies you end up fighting in this game. Like They throw a lot of zombies at you. You go inside a room, they'll just be everywhere, and I like that feeling of it. I know it's like shooting them. I ran out of ammo a lot in this game. Mm. I can't be the only one. I hope. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. If Steph and I are roughing, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <sighs> what I was trying to say was, if Steph and I are running out of ammo, you know there's a problem. Yeah, because you guys <laughs> play very carefully, where I don't really play carefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not treated like a survival horror game. It's just. It's very actiony. There, there's even some crazy parts that just don't make any sense. Like uh, one of the main protagonists or antagonists in this game is Nikolai, and he's from Resident Evil Three. And there's this part where he just he's in a warehouse and he just commands like he's Lord of the Liquors, like just forty liquors show up out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he 
you have to gun them down and you just have zero ammo to do it. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. At this point in the story, I'm trying to think, because Lickers at some point did become like kind of commandable, but that wasn't until like Resident Evil 5. Like it's just like, ah, fuck it. He can do it for no reason. Like Wesker I mean, can, but he can't. Was, was he commanding them? I thought he was just kind of like setting a trap up for you where they were already there or something. Yeah, he's setting up a trap, but it but still does, he, doesn't make any sense. How, how did he, he get the liquors there? there? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> he gave a lot more thought than developers did, I think. Either he's like way better than anybody else in Umbrella, or he's got some sort of like ability to control them or tell them like, where to go. <laughs> liquors like cat food or something, and he just <laughs> went to the store and got a bunch of it. Or just cats. He just has a bag full of cats. <laughs> I was the one that I didn't like. I knew he's from three, but I don't really know anything else about him. I never played three or I know very little about three. Three is my big like gaping hole when it comes to this this franchise. Mm-hmm. It's most people's, to be honest. Okay. Three is probably like I wouldn't even say three is less played than like Revelations. Revelation, maybe not Revelations uh, too. Code Veronica. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people play Code Veronica. Oh, that game is tough as hell. Yeah. yeah. Well, originally 3 was actually supposed to be the side story, and Code Veronica was supposed to be Resident Evil 3, but PlayStation had a deal with Capcom where they had to release a certain uh, main entry games on the system before their contract ran up. That's why it's... Code Veronica seems like the spinoff, but okay. it's actually Resident Evil 3. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I do want to mention, besides, like, one thing about this game that they, I think they really tried to sell in the multiplayer and the single player you feel it a little bit, is it supposed to be you fighting the Spec Ops soldiers that are trying to kill you and do other things or rescue or do whatever you're not trying to do, and that the zombies are just NPCs to be in the way to come to hurt both of you guys. Like, if you shoot someone and make them start bleeding, all the zombies will rush them, which is mm-hmm. what happens to you. So <laughs> I'm trying to look uh, this know, up because... Uh... I was losing my mind slightly in this game because I swear to God, the guy who voices like your Overwatch dude, I, huh? I swear to oh. God, that's um, that's the doctor. That's Doc Mitchell from Fallout New Vegas. Huh. Mm. He's got like the same intonation in his voice. And so all I could hear was him just going like, like every time he called you on the phone, all I could imagine was like, just dug a bullet out of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be Never more played careful. Vegas. It's Probably sadly way Vegas. too long for a podcast. Actually, no, it's not. But we'd have to play it very carefully. Yeah, which is totally, uh, totally beat that game in a day. There's uh <laughs> there's this funny part where um <clears throat> that I made a joke about, but there's this part where you have to go and pick up something from a plane. I forget what it is. Is it, oh, you have to get something to reprogram a tyrant? Is that what it is? Or a nemesis? No, the reprogram nemesis. the tyrant. You go inside the old lab. That's what the reprogram nemesis. You go inside. We'll talk about that real quick. You go inside an old lab, which I really liked, and that's when you get introduced to the parasite enemy that is not in any other game. I don't think. No, I don't think I so. Did not, I did not like those things. By the way, those pissed me off. I I ran. I just let everyone die. And I just ran for my life in that room because <laughs> after you get the parasite out of the tyrant's neck, because why not? And then the tyrant gets up after a little bit and starts chasing after you while you're trying to find these key cards that you weren't looking for a second ago when he was still sleeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, Three key part. cards, to be exact. Three. <laughs> but uh, there's this part where you have to go to a plane and you have to pick something up because Umbrella's going back and forth on whether or not to kill you and leave you. Yeah. And uh, I told Jesse, I was like, you know what As our mission <laughs> is right now, right? I was like, 
He's like, what? What's our mission? I was like, to get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did he appreciate that? He laughed and then started crying. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this game goes over the top with like, usually Resident Evil games all have the same like ending of like, they. it's a joke, but literally it was it like 60% of Resident Evil games end with you trying to get to the helicopter. Yes. Just get to the, get to the chopper. <laughs> But this game Even goes over the top. This game is like, like way beyond that, where I feel like half of this game is trying to get to a helicopter or like well, there, related to a helicopter in some way. There is one mission where you're trying to get to the helicopter and then you get Nikolai shoots down your helicopter. And yeah, and Nikolai blows up pulls the roof a, you're standing on. Pulls up a Born Legacy sh- uh, fucking shot. <laughs> oh, mm. it was very odd. Yeah, that was the point of the game where I was like, is Nikolai like enhanced like wesker was trying to be like what's going on with this guy he's Isn't russian he just a normal mercenary he's, in he's just russian that's just what russians do <laughs> <laughs> i really need what? to play three someday one of your guys is russian how come he's not a badass i'm your uh Petrovsky, specter he's russian specter died a lot for me <laughs> i feel like maybe he's oh. just like ukrainian <laughs> oh like, if we were mentioning earlier <laughs> that that nemesis level was interesting but like annoying like getting chased by the tyrant <laughs> pissed me off but then when you actually got to fight the nemesis fight oh my god you had to put way too many fucking bullets in the nemesis while you're fighting spec ops <laughs> while zombies are rushing you this mm-hmm. entire time and i'm like fuck this level yeah, I, I took notes for each stage for stage four which is the nemesis was yep. all i have written is nemesis is a bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i love that uh, i don't take yeah. notes anymore we didn't really mention this. Like, we should talk about the characters in this game. Um, yes, we should. We joked about it earlier. But one of my one of the things I do enjoy in this game is you play as a Delta team. In the main game, you play as the Umbrella Delta team. The only reason you're a Delta team is because the game begins with the real Delta team getting massacred. <laughs> and so they're like, Hulk is like, I guess you're the new Delta team. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't catch that. So the team that he's originally with that dies by Birkin, that's the real. You're just some losers, essentially. That was yeah. You're essentially yeah. That was uh, <laughs> okay. that was like Alpha Team and Delta Team. That's Hunk's Alpha Team. Delta Team dies somewhere else, some like some way else that we don't really know about actually. Like Delta okay. Team's just dead, and Hunk's like, "You're the new Delta Team." It's like, well, what the fuck happened to like Beta and Charlie? Where the hell is? Where's the or Bravo and Charlie? Where's the rest of the fucking team? How many uh, umbrella people are in in Raccoon City right now? What are they a doing? Lot. Mm-hmm. That's true. What yeah. are uh, Carlos Olivieri was in there? What what team does he belong to? He's just part of the mercenaries, right? Uh, no, he's umbrella. He's um. Oh God. He's part of Nikolai's squad. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's not in this game though. Umbrella Biohazard Countermeasure Service UBCS. He's in this game. Why? Well, he's in the DLC at least. Okay, yeah, that's why right. I didn't see him in the game. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I think. So, yeah. We bring all the facts to <laughs> this show. But the DLC is also like, it's like it goes right along with the main story. So I, I think like you didn't play it, but I think mean, it's like it's part of it. It might as well be part of the same story. Oh, by the way, <laughs> the guy that did the voice, um, that can you were talking about earlier, Command is not the guy in. Uh, no, it's not. It. I looked it up. Yeah, oh, Michael, okay. <laughs> Hogan Doc, Michael Hogan did Doc Mitchell, and U.S. Command was uh, Desmond Askew, who has done not much else. <laughs> oh, there was one part in this game that pissed me off. Like, because there's a part where the where the team that you're playing as Delta Squad ends up getting like uh, 
Umbrella is just like, you know, we're done with you. You're expendable. You failed in killing Leon. He got away. Fuck you. And then all of a sudden, they, they're like, we're going to plan B. And they're like, what's plan B? And I remember walking, and all of a sudden, you see a cutscene with helicopters dropping these big tanks. And I'm like, oh, what are these? Are these pirates? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, they're fucking hunters. Oh, I like how we're going to plan B is the same. It's just continue doing plan A. (laughs) Their plan B is you're fired. Oh, well, might as well finish up. We already started. Like, that's their fucking plan B. It's brutal. Uh, These are Umbrella's top security people. And they're like, you're fired. If you come back to Umbrella, you will be executed. They're like, (laughs) might as well finish the job. Why not? I mean, the, yeah. they're just trying to figure out how to get out of the city because they give up on about what halfway through the game, right? After the, I want to say it's halfway. Uh, kind of. The team kind of gives up. Lupo the third is. stage when they start dropping hunters. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. that's not long at all. It was yeah. like it's like the team gives up, but Lupo, who for some reason just fucking has a hard on for uh, for Umbrella, is just like, <laughs> no, if we just continue doing our job, surely they'll hire us again. Like, and they do, and they fucking do. <laughs> Yeah. Is this how Umbrella does everything? Like, no wonder they fucking sense. fail as a company so much. It's <laughs> like, well, you have murdered half of our employees and released a contagion loose in the city, but damn it, we like your chops. So <laughs> I do like yeah. the idea. That I do like, like, in my mind, certain things are canon. Like, they went after Nemesis that they were around the city. They just didn't see Leon or Claire or Jill or anyone that mattered. They were just there trying to... Because I can't think about Raccoon City. It's supposed to be a pretty big city, right? I want to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So. It's not like the biggest city in the world, but it's it's like the size of the size of like New York, I think? Or like... I, not LA. Yeah. I mean, it's something. It's, it's a, not it's, small. It's defined as a Midwestern town, right? Like, That's it's all it says. No, it's, yeah. you know, it's just... <laughs> that small it, but... Midwestern town... <laughs> Like I like to believe um, that people could be going around and that you wouldn't notice each other. Like I did like the level when you go to the police station. I don't remember what level that was, but I did like that level when you have to go to Iron's office and destroy the evidence and then go in the. Oh, that oh yeah, that that's all wrong too. By the way, that whole <laughs> yeah. layout makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. See, it didn't affect me. I didn't know the, the difference. But they were just yeah. trying to evoke the magic. It's not like it's not like Resident Evil is known for having very strong map design that everybody knows universe for their entire lives. All right, that's not what Resident Evil is about, Stefan. <laughs> well, then again, it's about evoking I mean, they, a mood. <laughs> I mean, they did make the hallways like five times bigger because they needed four people to go down. Yeah, makes sense. Would it, yeah, would it have been so. funnier if they just made the umbrella team smaller? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you play as like the cast of Mucha Lucha or something, <laughs> which are really tiny. Oh. Kids. I do have an important question, Stefan. Since I know how much you love platinum Resident Evil games, like four, five, six, uh, remakes, are you going to platinum mm-hmm. this one too? Fuck no. <laughs> uh, you know if what? You Jesse Jesse said he's like, I'm close <laughs> to platinum this. I, you can help me out. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a, There's a bunch of... of online achievements and trophies. Oh, yeah. I do mm-hmm. have a very loose memory of playing this game online with someone I worked with. And we just did the stupid like, kill each other ten times. Like, we were trying to do those. I remember that a long time ago, but that's about it. Yeah, um, some of the trophies for it are kind of abysmal, actually, because you would have to play through the campaign multiple times to get some of them, and even specific parts of the game. Like, I think one of the trophies is to kill 13 dogs, and you only oh, see geez. dogs in the game maybe once or twice. Yeah. Well, not very many. So, yeah, so that would be annoying as hell. No way I'm doing that. Does it have to be, um... <laughs> What does it do what like Resident Evil 5 did where you could just reload 
that like you like kill a dog immediately reload a checkpoint oh that would be interesting but i i highly doubt it this game Resident Evil 5 has like, <laughs> example of that, where like the best way to cheat money in resident evil 5 to unlock shit is uh there's that hallway with a bunch of liquors in it you kill the mm-hmm. liquors. Nope. So, yeah, seven. That was exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know exactly the part. <laughs> you get like six hundred, like you get like six thousand dollars, and you reload the checkpoint. It just takes you right back to the beginning of the hallway. <laughs> yep. You just I think do you get that the, the jewel, the heart jewels, or something is what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. You get heart jewels, <laughs> and like if you were lucky, you'd occasionally get some other tinier jewels. Like you just get like green herbs you could sell as well. And magnum ammo. You got magnum ammo there as well. This is awesome. You sell the Magnum ammo. I did that for, I'm not even joking. I did that for two days straight so I could unlock uh, the infinite Magnum. Same here. <laughs> this is so dumb. Oh, I didn't even know you could shoot those boxes open until after I beat the game looking at screenshots to post on the Facebook channel. And then I'm like, oh, you shoot these boxes. I'm like, what? That's what they're for. I never do that. Yeah. Like, oh, everyone of them has a grenade launcher. You're not really missing out anything. Oh, that would have been nice sometimes. It would have made my, it would have made my, my game playing easier. They had like six rounds, and then you couldn't refill the ammo through the ammo boxes. So they're like one and done. Oh, okay, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I so mean... uh, one of the things I keep I keep reminding myself to talk about because this is the part of the game that I dislike the most is like, for example, <laughs> when you play remake, <laughs> when you play remake two, and you shoot a zombie, like one of the things when you're speed running it, which you kind of have to do to get the platinum, is you'll shoot a zombie in a leg. And it'll twitch, and so you can run by it. It won't be able to grab you. And they, they like shooting zombies affects how they move. But in this game, if you shoot anything, it's like it's not being shot at all. And that's pretty much how I died every time. I mean, did you guys have the same problem? I died a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I describe my problems as many. <laughs> many. Well, one thing. <laughs> That, Any every fucking instance of this, like I God, I just had so much trouble in this game. <laughs> it's accurate because you had to shoot him in the head to take him out, like a zombie actually would be. Otherwise, there's bullet sponges. It's also inaccurate because you're only umbrella security. You are. You need to have an exact shadow. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing that I that annoyed me in the game was that you didn't have, like, your allies couldn't revive you. Like in some third-person cover shooters. They can revive. Like, this game's a cover shooter, but it doesn't feel like it. Like, I had so much tr- trouble trying to get behind cover. Oh, and yeah. it really made me just, like, I'm like, I shouldn't have a hard time going up against cover hitting A. Like, this should be a simple well, thing. You can even get shot while you're in cover. It's yeah. retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I died I so many like times that. in that final battle in stage <laughs> seven because it just wouldn't snap into cover. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that that part pissed me off. Like those are certain things in the game that I couldn't. But like I was saying before, like the reviving thing. Like if you play multiplayer, they can revive you, and it felt like the game was designed for the AI to revive you, even though they couldn't. And that made it even feel harder at times. Because there were times when I was fighting the tyrant where I got caught in a corner, and he just beat the hell out of me, and I wasn't going nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's what tyrants do. <laughs> they corner you in the bathroom and beat the shit out. Oh, one thing we Get hadn't mentioned swirling. yet. Is you have a you have one boss fight because each each at the end of each level there's some kind of boss fight of some sort. I don't remember what they all are, but one of them they drop two tyrants that come at you in a small area like on the street by a bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, bad. Uh, these these moments in the game should be cool. Like I don't remember what twenty five year old Stefan was doing, but <laughs> these moments should be cool, and they're not. It's like. Ugh. <laughs> 
That just describes literally every single thing in this game. This should be cool. Yeah. <laughs> but and, I could really yeah. see what they were going for. <laughs> and it wasn't fun. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny because I really had real fond memories of this game for years. And I was really upset to go back and play it and realize that my memories were not, let's say, correct. And I didn't enjoy it like I did as a kid and I, or young when I was in my early 20s. And it made me sad a little bit. <laughs> I think you're oh, just so yes. traumatized by it, you just implanted new memories about it. Oh, well, must have. <laughs> I mean, if we could, if we could, if we didn't, if we could all have gotten together and played this multiplayer like we were talking about earlier, I would have loved that. But we have a hard enough time trying to get together to record the show, so it's like, yeah, there's no way that was going to happen. <laughs> so, so we didn't mention. Uh, we said we were going to talk about the characters. We didn't. No, we we can go back now. Okay, well, the, you have the wolf pack, which is a, a team that Sorry, you play I was, as. I was trying to get into it. I didn't mean to leave me hanging. I was trying to get into it, but I was like stifling another cough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like you. Like I think I said earlier, you do have all that fit that different stereotype. I did play as loophole the entire game, which is the assault job class. Yeah, she is the wolf mother of the wolf the pack. Wolf is what she's classified as. Well. That is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that is just fucking stupid. Her uh, her little her background thing. Oh, yeah, her little background thing says the team slightly trusts her. That's why she's the wolf mother. Yeah, I guess that's that's a background. <laughs> um, oh man, I I used her and I also had the medic on my team the entire game because the medic can actually heal you where no I don't think anyone else can. Mm. And mm. I used the shotgun guy. He he was he actually did some damage. He would help kill people sometimes. Oh, um, I don't remember his name though. Beltway, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Beltway, the guy who looks like uh, the pyro from Team Fortress. Oh, huh. I mean, huh. I I only use Lupo because I liked having an assault rifle at all times. And she's so. hot as fuck now. Yeah, <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's got a nice booty. I uh, yeah, I also played as Lupo, but my favorite character by far was Spectre because of his stupid fucking eyes. Never <laughs> use which one is Spectre again? He's the one with the night vision goggles that point like, in opposite directions. Oh. <laughs> like, why does that sound really stupid? Like, I I don't know how to describe this to people other than like just look up a picture of him. He's got so he's got two goggles that are like built into his mask. That, okay, so normally with night vision goggles or any form of like eyewear, you want it to face straight so you can look through them. But he's got his right one is tilted slightly to the right and his left one is tilted slightly to the left <laughs> for some fucking reason. And so he always just looks like the derpiest, stupidest fucking idiot. <laughs> That's like, a he'll special looking, ability. He'll be looking through a wall and I'm always like, what the fuck are you even like? He's. I've never seen anybody whose blind spot is the center of their fucking face. Like, <laughs> it's like a chameleon. Their eyes on the side exactly. of their head. It would be great if, like a chameleon, they moved around, but they don't. Like, they don't move around in their socket. That would at least be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, he's got some, like, weird shit going on. Oh, and he can turn invisible. I think we're onto something here. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that Vector that turns yeah. invisible? Oh, yeah. It's... I use Vector a lot. He's one that he'll actually go invisible and like go in very bad places and die. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, whatever. I don't care. You can go die. You kept them busy while I shot them all. So yeah, I think yeah, uh, yeah. Vector turns invisible, but Spectre, in like his biography, it says that he's he's virtually invisible, which is worse. <laughs> wow. Like Vector's power is that he can be invisible. Spectre is just completely uninteresting as a person, and so he's I'm like. That's why he's still stuck on Delta Team. <laughs> I think I remember too on the upgrade 
screen for Spectre, it said Derp Harder. Upgrade Derp. <laughs> Are they serious? I can't tell if you're joking or not. So, like, I... Capcom is usually, like, a pretty good sport about their own failures. Um, yeah, I could see them <laughs> just being like... I can see them being like, yeah, he looks dumb as fuck. Why'd we do this? He actually, uh... He was actually the cover of Game Informer. They, they, Game Informer did a cover for Operation Raccoon City. Oh, jeez. And Spectre was on the cover, and he just looks so fucking dumb. Because <laughs> it's, it's a picture of him, like where he's facing forward and it's looking right at him, but he's not looking at you with either of his eyes. <laughs> oh, that sounds really stupid. It's so... God. Uh, oh, one thing that we hadn't mentioned yet, there is one... As you're starting getting near the end of the game, there is that level where you go back into the lab, probably I think the second to last level, mission six, where you go and fight Ada. I did enjoy that part. Mm, I did not. I did a lot of running <laughs> at one point, but I, I like fighting Ada. Like, we had to shoot the trip mines, and you have... Even though I thought it was just weird when you see Leon holding Ada, and then you see the Tyrant, he fights the Tyrant. I, I like that stuff was kept cool to me. Mm -hmm. I will yeah. say that Ada's outfit in this one brings back the old one, and I I do miss that outfit compared to the new remake. But the other remake than that, <laughs> yeah, the remake it her outfit makes more sense. But mm -hmm. I don't know. There's something. There was always oh. something about her wearing like the red like uh, Chinese dress, but, like like has the slit up the leg so it's just like it stands out it's such a weird outfit that it stands yeah. out like why are you doing this <laughs> sorry the chinese dress That's was weird poor dress. resident 2 it was like a, a mini skirt yeah he has a mini yeah. skirt mm -hmm. like she was going clubbing um fun fact about this game too it's actually really sad it's not fun. Um, this is uh, this is uh, for any Allison Court fans. She's the chick who voiced Claire in Resident Evil Two. This was the last time she voiced Claire was in this really? stupid game. Yeah, oh, that's sad. So, I feel bad for her. <laughs> that's kind of what she deserves because she was the one that had the Mega Man X Five bosses, all named after the Guns N' Roses members. Oh, I recall. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That was her fault. <laughs> yeah, it's her fault. I think, you know, I think. I think I might have just found the perfect analogy for this game. Because I was thinking about Carlos Oliveira, who he shows up in three, but he's got like in that DLC, he's got like a pretty big, a fairly big role in like the story of the DLC. And it feels like the second Resident Evil live action movie was based more on this game than it was based on Resident Evil 3. Oh my God. <laughs> mm -hmm. and I've I never played Resident Evil 3, but I feel like, like that can make sense. Like the final piece of damning evidence against this game. Wow. <laughs> is that the, the second Resident Evil movie feels like it was based more on this than That's the real movie. movie. It's okay. I, I like that movie a lot. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, certainly I, better I, than any other movies that come after it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, do you want to talk about the Spec Ops campaign? Because I have nothing I can say about it. So I'd like to, if you have anything to say, I'd like to hear it. Um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's definitely better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I. I it's do like the fact yeah. that it had two different campaigns. One is Umbrella and one is a Spec Ops. I, I know it was kind of, but it did bum me that they put, they locked one behind DLC when if they would have had both, I really would have liked to have both yeah. mm -hmm. for my $5. It's, um, it like this, like the DLC is way more involved in the story of Resident Evil 2. It's still not can't, like canonical, but you run into like, you run into Jill quite a lot. You run into Claire multiple times. You actually help Claire find Sherry. Um, 
which I, I saw a bunch of people that are like that, like thought they had solved some crazy mystery because they were like, well, this game's clearly not canon because of how it ends. And it's like, yeah, you're also a fucking like SEAL Team 6 helping Claire for like three hours. You think that would have been in Resident Evil 2 at some point? <laughs> like, you think they would have covered yes, that? You're a fucking genius. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> I figured it out. It's not canon. Um, I mean, that was one of the... That's my internet voice, everybody. That's how I, I make fun of people on the internet. Okay, I didn't know. Because I, I seen, like, I know, isn't Jill in the multiplayer, I want to say? Uh, I know... She's a playable character in... Okay, because the, like, the multiplayer, which I'm assuming none of us played for the show, this no. episode? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know the multiplayer <laughs> a couple different modes as one where you, like, because I know a multiplayer, you pick, like, you pick the heroes or you pick the villains, you know, Umbrella or Spec Ops, and then you have zombies that are trying to fight you while you try to kill each other, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like no, modes I, didn't, I didn't play it. Yeah, I didn't play the multiplayer. Okay. I, it's, it's, uh, that makes sense. It's, I mean, yeah. God, it suffers from the same problem that all Capcom, like Resident Evil multiplayer suffers from, where it's like, it's really interesting in concept. It's like a PvP, PvE game, game mode, but it's just like the execution of it is never good. No. Like the best, like Resident Evil 5 is genuinely a very fun co-op game. But there are parts of Resident Evil 5's co-op that are just like weird broken messes at times. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's way too complicated. Like sometimes it's like incredibly complicated to just move shit around in your inventory and give your shit, like give shit to somebody else. Yeah. It's, it's also the AI too. It blows. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. If you play that game, fucking play it with another person. Playing it with like, I, I I did play that game by myself, and it's like, eh, it's serviceable compared to like Resident Evil Six. Um, <laughs> or AI just like doesn't help you. Uh, <laughs> I I remember going for the platinum in Resident Evil Five, and it kind of glitched out after Sheva died, and oh, she's yeah. like, "Thanks, partner." I'm like, "What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you!" <laughs> I mean, you always have Chris as the AI in that game, though, because once you beat that game, you get the fucking you get Sheva. Uh, you uh, you get Sheva's infinite tribal bow outfit. and arrow. Well, yeah, the tribal outfit too, but the the infinite <laughs> bow and arrow. That's like it's like a one shot kill on pretty much any zombie. I like I like how Stu went for ammunition and I went for pervertism. <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, too, but... it went without saying the tribal outfit. First of all, hold on, plumbing outfit. Oh. <laughs> I like how they oh. also have a Hunnigan outfit for her that I'm sure no, like not a single person on the planet has ever put on her. Oh, I get like, <laughs> tribal clubbing Hunnigan. Everyone's like Hunnigan. Fuck that. Oh, but okay um so what do you got in the last level which i i didn't hate the last level, like when you're running through the train yard and the whole last level is you're supposed to go kill leon and claire ends up shooting and using a grenade launcher that part pissed me off because you automatically <laughs> get hit no matter what and you start bleeding automatically and i'm like that is bullshit because soon as you start bleeding all of a sudden you're and everybody come running at you do you think capcom was trying to like generate sympathy for the final boss in any Resident Evil game. Where it's like, this is what it feels like when somebody has infinite <laughs> rocket launcher. <laughs> oh, but that last le- I mean, I went, and then, oh, I do want to ask, in the last level, you get to make a decision. You either can kill Leon, and I think Leon and Claire, or you can s- side with them and go against Umbrella to turn on Umbrella. Yeah, this game has like multiple endings. It's- <laughs> I, I saved Leon just because that was the easier and less people to fight. So- I want to know what you guys did, though. Um, me and Jesse, we tried 
to save or go against Leon, we're like, let's kill him because fuck this game. And uh, mm-hmm. we di- we kept dying. And then Jesse was like, well, we let's just pick opposite sides and freaking I'll kill you. I was like, okay. And that's what we did. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know you could pick different sides if you're playing a multiplayer like that. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. You can, you can, the team really can split up and choose whether who they want to side with, which is, that's, I guess that's neat. It kind of fucks <laughs> you if you're playing with four people and three of them decide to kill Leon and you decide not to. <laughs> I think, okay, so hold on. This is going to sound dumb. In the canon of this non canonical game, <laughs> I, I think like the, I think like their real story ending, quote unquote, is Lupo is your character, the main character, and the three people who you're playing with decide to kill Leon, and then you don't, so you kill them and save Leon. I think that's like, from what I from what I was reading, that's like the desired ending. Okay. I mean, cool. I know when when you but play it's a, it, it's a non-canonical game, so it doesn't two, really fucking matter. One side with you, two go against you, and I just did it because yeah. it was easier to kill two of them and not Leon than to kill. Two of them and Leon's. I just picked, I just I just wanted to be done with this game so bad at that point. So yeah, it's it has a very weird cutscene too, where like they're standing over Leon, they can shoot him, and Claire like pops her head off the roof and is like, oh "Are my you God. okay?" Jesus, I'm just like Christ. what is going on? <laughs> that entire so cutscene was me yelling at like it's literally it's literally the there's a fucking joke in Dragon Ball Z Bridge. I'm bringing it up. I know I'm bringing it up, but whatever. <laughs> they literally make fun of. Like the cell art where everyone's yelling at um, Android 18 to leave, and they're like, "Why are you still here? Leave!" And Claire's like standing on top of that fucking crate, and like, "Go, Claire, run away, get the <laughs> fuck out! What are you doing?" Because <laughs> that is kind of funny. It's like they can just shoot Leon and then shoot you. Fucking move! You've got <laughs> Sherry with you. Come on. Sherry's like, "Are you guys gonna adopt me or what?" Yeah. <laughs> oh. I why are did... we still here, Claire? Just I'm, bitching I'm, I'm trying to figure out why I picked this game, but I'm trying to figure out. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh, I did actually get a any. I did actually get a lot of people to comment about this game when I asked for questions, memories, or comments. I actually did get a lot of stuff. Surprisingly, <laughs> like twenty people going, "It sucks." It sucks. There was, there was some of that, but you guys, any before we move on to listener questions, you guys have any last things you want to say about this game? Um... Do we miss anything? There, there is one little neat thing they tried to implement that actually ended up getting annoying. And there's, uh, if you get bitten by a zombie, oh you yes, have to have yeah. the antivirus spray on you instead it's of first aid spray. Yeah, so I mean, it's a cool concept. Know. Like your allies can get bitten too and turn into a zombie if you don't kill them fast enough. The idea, of like, should you let them live until they turn or? Mm-hmm. And it... I think one of the trophies too is that if one of your teammates is infected. You can actually shoot them in the head and get a trophy for it. So oh. it, yeah. I did that once or twice because I didn't have any antivirus, so I would just shoot them, kill them, then revive them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> and someday I'll take their weapon. Did we all play this on casual? I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Yes. This game casual is not easy. It's normal. If you ask me. Oh, and before we do a couple things, I guess that I just remembered. Like, what do you guys think of the sound effects in the in the in this game? I thought they were okay, but I well, I don't play a lot of sound, so I'm not one. They're fine. They're serviceable. Okay. Um, I mean, the graphics are decent. I, I mean, I think they're good for 2013. Yeah, they're like, oh God. It they're all comes down cool. to, I, like, it all comes. To, the worst thing about this game is that it's like it's not like the worst game ever. It's not like that. It's bad, but it's not like hideously bad. It's playable. 
Yeah. And the sound design kind of like is the same with that, where it's like, eh, it's not bad. Like, it's almost worse than being bad. <laughs> I'm going to cough now for a second. <laughs> okay, it's, but, it's playable. Like, it's just not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it was, if this game was so bad that it was like borderline unplayable, I, I'm convinced that there would still be people that absolutely love it. But the fact that it's like mm-hmm. just, just okay, it's it's almost worse. It's almost worse to be just okay. If you're making okay. something, this is um, this is the the moral of this episode for everybody listening. If you're making something, anything, and you think it's gonna come out mediocre, fucking tank that shit. All right, because <laughs> bad is always better than mediocre. Uh, so one reason yep. when I did originally pick this game back in March was because I wanted to hear DJ's opinion because I knew it wouldn't yes. be good about this game. <laughs> but that didn't happen. But that was no, one reason he, I did pick this game for the show. I think this game would have made him stop playing shooters altogether. I think he would have said, well, the shooter genre is <laughs> clearly dumb and I'm never going to touch it. <laughs> he did hate shooters. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to move on to listener? I think so. Okay, I got yeah. two I want to read first that are just that made me laugh. First from Shannon Norman. I mixed this up with Outbreak for a moment. Makes <laughs> sense. Makes hundred percent sense. And next one That's... from Ross O'Brien. Was there not an online shooter as well? There was. Um, Umbrella Chronicles or not Umbrella Chronicles? Um... Umbrella Corpse. Yeah, yeah, Umbrella Corpse. I never oh, played yeah. that. I that forgot one... about it. It just kind of came along without anyone talking about it. Yeah, that yeah. one had more of um. Oh no, that one, it didn't have Hawk. Uh, I didn't have Hawk. It had Hawker. I always get those two confused. What the fuck? It was a character in Umbrella Corps named Hawker. Uh, <laughs> Even I come up with better names. It's like I always like. I was not like, hey, why didn't you just like, well, why honker? Oh, I'm wondering the same thing right now. Capcom really is that girl that's just hard to love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next why question you I want to read so much or comment yeah. from Ryan Buckner: playing it with a group of friends and ignoring that it's supposed to be Resident Evil is actually really fun. <laughs> that made me laugh. I had to read that. Uh, I also agree with that. I mean, I I still enjoyed this game for Resident Evil. Like when I was in 2012, I in 2013, I really liked it. Nowadays, I'm like, eh, it 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 was it had its moments. But other thing <laughs> I want to read from Kenneth, I don't know how to pronounce that last name. I like this game, and the cast is my favorite of all RE characters. Playing as Vector and the crew just appealed to me more because they, in quotations, look cool. Yeah, they okay. do look cool. I give them that, except for Spectre, yeah. who looks like a fucking moron. <laughs> But aside from him, um, they all look pretty cool. And Four Eyes, whose name is Four Eyes, yet she doesn't wear glasses. Yeah, well, she's Four Eyes because she's the smart one. God, come on. It's so yeah. obvious. All right, and this is from a Resident Evil group that I posted in, as of course I did. And this is actually a good a good question. I want to read this out. Wouldn't the game been so much more fun with more team control, circa SOCOM or Republic Commando? Hey, <laughs> Republic Commando. Being able to quit more of a loadout and have a job command strategies beltway great for breaching and clearing and he has a good point like it would have been fun if you could have actually had some kind of command other than i'm going to shoot things please please follow me and shoot things i'm shooting like this. Mm. <laughs> i think uh that guy put more thought into this game than its creators <laughs> <laughs> i mean that uh, would have been really cool though i mean if this game was like if this game was like like, like ghost recon style it would have been fucking phenomenal Mm. Um, if it was like Republic Commando, that game is amazing. Yeah, or if it was just Republic, like if this game was just Republic Commando, if it wasn't a Resident Evil game, if it was just a Star Wars game called Republic Commando, <laughs> I would have loved it. <laughs> All right, another one. This is this is from the Resident Evil group, and I need to point that out before I read this comment from Yanko Yankov. He said, "Very nice okay. game. I love it." Yeah. Oh, there you go. 
Uh, and then last thing from this group, from Sean Nolan. I enjoyed the story, but they could have done more with customization since there isn't any and make things more open. Still one of the better RE stories. Do you agree, Stefan? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard I to compare can't. RE stories. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still got a couple more things I want to read. One from Reese Erdman. This is from a different group, by the way. Uh, the only joy I got out was playing it with three other mates that love RE as much as I do. What a weird mess. I mean, like I said, that's, that's the way to play this game. Yeah. You've got to have you gotta have friends. If you don't have, <laughs> I mean, if you don't have friends, you probably have like a worse life than friends. just not being able to play this game. But it, it does that help. Should, it should have said that on the box. One to four <laughs> players, but preferably with friends. You gotta have friends. Try to have friends. <laughs> if you don't and have then, friends, don't play this game. Don't oh, add insult to injury. Before you play this game, go out and make three friends. <laughs> I have three. I had three friends on this episode that played this game, but none of us yeah. played together. So, <laughs> uh, from Alex Omito, I want to try it. What's the verdict besides rep repetitive? Repetitive? Is it fun on a harder difficulty? And do headshots matter? I don't think it's playable on a higher difficulty. Oh, it's um, I can't imagine. It's fun mm -hmm. if you take the U out of it and make it I, and then add an E to the end. Everyone's doing the math. In their head. I can't do it in my head. I'm sorry. Oh, it's, it's fine. Time. It's fine. It's a fine game. And headshots do matter, though, which is nice. I yes. did like that fact. Headshots always matter. Any game where headshots don't matter can go go to fucking hell. <laughs> this is I, I hate when games don't do like headshots. This is like I don't know. That's just a staple at this point. You have to have headshots. Oh, and I got a couple more questions to read from the best group ever, Overblood. I watched the entire Overblood, the group that we're all Suck where we found it from. This is from Aaron Martinez. He said, I actually really love this game. Me and a couple of buddies played the crap out of it, especially the multiplayer. It was just 4v4 by the best part of picking up random items on the map while dodging zombies and BOWs. Which, I mean, mm. I, I don't think. I mean, yeah, I would need a lot of alcohol to enjoy this game. I think, I think doing anything for several hours with three of your friends is usually pretty fun. I don't know if that's yeah. necessarily... I, like, I, I'll say, like, go play any shitty game. I play Steam green, uh, Greenlit games because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, and I play those with friends, and so they're fun. But those are terrible. <laughs> like, it's hard to figure out if a game is good when you play it with three people that you enjoy playing games with and do it for hours. Because even if it's mm. bad, you're going to riff on it. Yeah, even if it's bad, you're going you're to really enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it then that way. Like, I still say, like, A Way Out is a cool game. I don't think it's necessarily the best game that came out. It came out like a year or two ago. Oh, yeah, it was it wasn't the best long. game that came out. But I played that with uh, I played that with Sam, and we just like battled each other the entire time playing that game. And it's <laughs> now it's like one of my favorite games of all time. That is one of the best experiences I've ever had playing a game. The game itself is like, yeah, that's okay, but like, yeah. I do want to try it. It was mediocre. It was, it was mediocre. mediocre. It was a mediocre yeah. game. But I played it with a friend who I hate. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta make your own fun. <laughs> That's all this game is. All right, and yeah. a question from Sebastian Gamez. Or I, I might be pronouncing that wrong. We never know uh, how to say it. <laughs> no, I should ask him one day. Uh, do you think a game like this could be done better? Because I love the idea yes. of it, 100%. Yes. Yeah. It could be so much more fun if you just yep. tuned it a little bit. Well, this is like one of those weird things I keep bringing up, how we always, like, somehow the show lines up with something weird, because now Capcom just announced Project Resistance. So yeah. it's kind of like the same thing. I'm glad you remember that. I wanted to mention that on this episode, and I forgot. Mm -hmm. That looks uh, interesting, by the way. That actually looks yeah. I, even I don't like that style of game, but they said there's supposed to be a single player campaign to it too. 
Oh, so, interesting. Oh, they said that um, the, the part that we saw is only a part of the game that's coming out. There will be a single-player story campaign. Interesting. <laughs> Watch this one level. <laughs> yeah, the same level over and over again, but yeah, now we like... change the enemy. Now they have 10 health instead of 1. <laughs> Play it on oh, right. the trophy. Since that came up, it's, what does everybody think of that in general? Because I, I think I, it looks interesting. I mean, but it's, I also it's a pretty good episode game. to talk about. It on. I'll never play it, probably, because I don't play anything online, especially now that we have the show. But it looks interesting. <laughs> it so it's like looks... 4v1, right? Like Evolve? Yes. yes. Gotcha. It, the, when I was <laughs> watching the trailer, all I could think of was um, it looks to me like Left 4 Dead, but you yep. play as the AI controller. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's interesting. Like, I don't know how much it's going to change when it comes out, because... Uh, I don't know when it was supposed to come out. It's not supposed to come out next for a year? while. Next year, at some point. I thought so. Yeah. It's clearly not like completely finished at this point. It looks interesting. I could see it's either going to go, it's either going to be really fun and really great, or it's going to be mediocre. It's not going to be bad. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm put yeah. it in the column of it'll be fun to tool around with for a couple hours and then just yeah. never touch again. I think it looks like a really fun. Thirty dollar game. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fun if you have friends. Yeah. <laughs> if the game is if the game is not sixty dollars, I'll definitely get it. Um. Oh, a couple more questions I want to read. One from Ronald J. Fraser. I always wanted to play this game. I still do. No, you don't. I don't. I mean, you could. It's five bucks. It's real cheap. Or do what Stefan did and get PS Now. Was it? Yeah. And you can buy there's, uh, there's a yes. seven day free trial. So. Mm. And then find three friends that you really hate, and you can yeah. all play it together. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, like I did. I found three people I knew that I didn't like at all. I'm like, hey, suffer with me. <laughs> yeah, on that note, actually, two weeks ago when you guys posted the upcoming games, it was Yoshi's Island, Pikmin, and Operation Raccoon City. <laughs> and that was the one that I landed on. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like Clark Goose on Vegas Vacation, where the blackjack dealer throws out blackjack, blackjack, and he gets a five. So, thanks, guys. You're welcome. Oh, and one thing I forgot to mention early in this episode, this is our six-part, first part of our six-part Spooktober event that we're doing this year. So, we, we started that. I was going to mention it at the beginning of the show, but I forgot. This is uh, so, yeah, this yeah. Be a week start to Spooktober. Yes. Which we should probably call it something else. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't originally the plan. It just kind of happened. You know how this... I mean, because you got to remember, we, I put this together back in March, and it was such a different show when we only had like 14 episodes out when i first put all this together mm-hmm. i wasn't even thinking of spooktober as much until we did october set which was shortly yeah after. and right. uh it's 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 good though that we got a lot of survival horror right now out of the way mm-hmm. because i think afterwards we're gonna have a little bit of a drought so yeah, <laughs> yeah there's none in like coming up that much after we finish october mm-hmm. all right two two questions to leave then i'll two questions to read not leave two questions to read then we're done with the questions and we'll move on uh one from jesse whitley love Loved it. Loved playing as Vector and absolutely just zooming around the level as a stealthy boy. It sucked fighting the final boss, though. If you sided with Umbrella, that was one hell of a tough fight. It sounded like it when Stefan was talking about it. Mm-hmm. It was. And the last thing I want to read from Michael Hughes, who's on the show with us, he said, why? Why is this game so bad? Finally, someone has the courage to ask the real question. <laughs> I had to read that. We're all desperately uh, afraid of Slant 6 games here. <laughs> the games I, of podcast. They're just too powerful. <laughs> they control so much of the market i mean the last game they made came out on the kindle fire what's sad is the, the list of games you read this is like the biggest profile one this is, mm. yeah. this is their lowest reviewing game <laughs> the peak is the lowest <laughs> they're they're 
They have a game that came out only on the Windows phone and on Windows 8 that I've reviewed better. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, I got my Switch out because somebody said that. So it was like, oh, yeah, it's, this game's on Switch. And I was like, I don't think it fucking is. What are you what? talking about? They're Switch. also defunct now, too. The studio closed um, the year after this game came out. Oh. <laughs> That's surprising. Yeah. I don't think it sold well. They had time to release three iOS games. Back then. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Suckers like me the butt at day one. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. it. Like if you uh if if you want to play this game, um and you don't have friends, just pick up Revelations and Revelations Two. They're on the Switch. Yeah. Everything. Uh, Why this should this is gonna be on the Switch one day too? Watch. Uh, no, it will not. <laughs> the day you know, Switch dies. I say that, but like, there's definitely going to be a point in the future where Capcom is like. We could remake Resident Evil 4 for the 17,000th time. And they should. And they should. That's fair. I say that like it's a bad thing, but Resident Evil 4 being on more consoles is always good. One um, of the best games ever. But like, I could see them going back to this at some point. I could see them, like, I could see somebody at Capcom being like, you know what? We have this game. It did very badly. We didn't do it. Like, we, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have given it to a, an independent studio. Like, we could go back and try it again. I could see them going back and trying this game again. Maybe yeah. depending on how, like, Project Resistance does, and depending on if Resident Evil 3 remake ever fucking comes out, which I hope it does <laughs> please, please come out soon. Um, it will. What, sure. if, what if that's what they did? What if they were like, like, Project Resistance comes out next year, and as they are releasing it, they're like, oh, by the way, Resident Evil 3 remake's out too. <laughs> Pull, like, a fucking awesome. Bethesda, and they're just like, it's available now. <laughs> I, eh, I mean... I can't see it happen, but I mean, I say if someone inter- interested in this game, if you see it for five dollars, pick it up and try it. It's not. I mean, you won't like. You might not like it, but hey, you might have an experience. If you find like a party pack of this game, four copies, buy them, send them <laughs> out. Like, no, I mean, like this game. This game would be very fun to play with friends. It would be very fun. To, like, it also can pit you against them. So that's always yeah. a good. I love that in multiplayer games. I love when multiplayer games have like. When co-op games have little challenges where you can like fight against each other, I, like again, a way out, a way out had like all the little mini games, like halfway, like you just take a break in the story. And it's like time to do an arm wrestling mini game. It's like fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, all right, you guys ready to move on to Shelfer Box? Mm-hmm. Okay. Stephen, since you love all Resident Evil games, why first? Uh, here's my review of this. It made me want to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> Uh, I thought, you know what? Instead of doing this, I could be shooting up heroin right now. <laughs> I could be doing a lot better things. Um, Heroin's more expensive, though. <laughs> this game's only five dollars. <laughs> I feel will like this. <laughs> I feel like this game hurt me in many ways. Um, my fond memories of it lied to me, just like Mike. <laughs> I I originally did play this with four friends, and I remember staying up all night playing through the whole thing, talking about Resident Evil lore, having fun. No, that didn't happen. Oh, There's no way that could have happened. Oh, in <laughs> when this game mm-hmm. was actually good. I yeah, keep going, so, I was. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting this in the box um, and never thinking about it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll be mentioning it again. We'll never play it again on the show, but I'll mention it again. Just because uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm uh uh, michael how about you if you want to go next so uh, i'm gonna be (laughs) honest like you can be honest around stage five i I, like i said i was taking notes around stage five i started to forget to take notes because i was like 
kind of having fun. <laughs> so what I did is I got like the light machine gun and I was just mowing down zombies. And that was fun. And then I got to stage seven we talked about before where Claire's shooting the grenade launcher at you mm. and you bleed. I think that's to like teach you the bleeding mechanic because the next area you're supposed to induce the soldiers with bleeding because it's endlessly spawning crimson heads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like oh my god i died i was probably in that for half an hour 45 minutes and i finally just ran through it just charged uh, right through everything i you have to do that in this game at a certain part just run just say fuck it just run yep. towards the objective yep. so i killed leon because i was like i'm killing somebody here because i'm pissed so you did this to me so it's going to go in the box forever okay that's that's where it belongs but okay I like when you're. Uh, I like when you're about to kill Leon. And he's like, "It's like, what are you doing this for? Umbrella money?" And it's like, "Yeah, I work for Umbrella. Both of those yeah. things." Yes, <laughs> that's literally what a job is, Leon. For honor, Leon. No, for can me. Can you imagine if you did that for like, like next time you go to go like oh, for country? <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. I had to cough. So imagine like, next time you go to like like yes. Taco Bell and you're like, "I'd I like a chalupa, it. please," and they give you like they're like. Oh, uh, that'll be just a minute. You're like, what are you doing this for? For Taco Bell? For money? What's wrong? It's like, yeah, that's their fucking job. I combine. Come on, Leon. I combine two references. I combine not for honor, but for love. And then I also combine for country? No, for me. So that's designing to get mixed up. But yes. For, for right. England, James. That's what he uh, says. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I fight with my friends. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, everything is uh, luck. The other half Stu. is, whoa, whoa, we're halfway there. Oh. <laughs> Stu, how about you? <laughs> I don't think you said yet, Shuffle Box, did you? <sighs> Shout the Taco Bell reference? Stu, Stu do the right thing here. Do the right <laughs> thing. I <laughs> Spike Jones. I love that movie. I'm just trying not to get to the section. Can you tell? <laughs> Trying to put this off. I'll edit it all out, I promise. No one will hear <laughs> me. You can trust me. Isn't it weird how the Spec Ops leader's name is Crispin Jettingham? That's not a very American name. Um, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, this game I can like I can see a good game in it. Like I, I played this game and I was like imagining how they were planning this out, like what they whenever I play a game. That I'm like actually like now whenever I play a game that I'm actually reviewing, in some sense. I guess we don't really review it, but I play do. this game with a reviewer's eyes on. I'm like, this isn't fun, but what were they going for? Like, what what was their desired outcome from this section or this part of the game? Like, what what do they want to happen here? And I was like, there's a really fun game buried in the idea of this game. Yeah. <laughs> It's a really good idea, but it's really bad execution. It's mm. so like, mm -hmm. sadly, I'm not going to put it on. I'm not going to put it on my shelf. I just can't. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it doesn't belong on there. It's not It's not good enough to be on the shelf, and it's not bad or weird enough to be on the shelf. It, if this game was bad or weird, it would be up there. But it's just like mediocre. Mm. It's, it's a very meddling like, game. It's, yeah, it's just, uh, it's... It's forgettable is the thing. It's sadly, it's like so forgettable. Like I remember the characters from Revelations. Come on. I um, really want to play Revelations. Mm -hmm. It's all right. Um, yeah. It's way fun. It's way more fun than this game. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, like I struggle because I did enjoy. I did enjoy like the uh, the Echo Six story. 
because that's way better. But that's not the main game. Like, I shouldn't and, be justifying the game off the DLC. And they took your extra $20 to bring that to you. And it's, yeah. <laughs> $20. They broke it up into two sets. Yeah, it was $9 that's for the first half and $9 for the second off. half. So it was really dumb. That's um, terrible. <laughs> yeah. I got the prologue for buying the game day one after I beat the main <laughs> campaign. I played the prologue and, like, that... First mission is better than the entire main game. Oh, yeah, it's, we should say it's actually three parts because the prologue, I think, is just released free now, too. Oh, so, it is? Yeah, and I want to say... We communicate when we do the show before. You know? <laughs> well, the prologue is only, like, the first mission. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, just what we played anyway? Yeah, so it's just to give you, like, a hint of what the, like, the better story in the game is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the plot. Characters yeah. with actual personality... If this, yeah, if this was just the, if this was just the DLC of it, I'd say it probably, it, it would probably go on my shelf because yeah. it's like, it's, it ties in the story of Resident Evil better in the DLC. Like it does a lot more with it. It's like, okay, this is a non-canonical version, but like, hey, there's Claire. Hey, there's Leon. Hey, there's Sherry. You get to see all these characters having fun. And the, and the, uh, the umbrella security section, I'm just like, Leon is a fucking idiot. Claire's a fucking idiot. Ada, Ada. <laughs> Still has her like fake death scene that she has in Resident Evil 2. <laughs> yeah, also, I didn't like that. If you're gonna that. do like a non canonical version of the game, then just have the Umbrella guys kill Ada, have them be the reason she dies. <laughs> like, if you're gonna tell sense. a non canonical story, there are things that you should like, there are things that you should expect to happen with Resident Evil 2. You should expect to say, like, oh, the like, this game should be the Umbrella security guys like bumble through Raccoon City. And accidentally cause things to happen that relates to Leon or like there's a part where they they blow up the tanker trying to kill Leon. That was actually a good. I thought that was clever. Okay, I that, was, I, that part was cool. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. That was a clever connection. Because the umbrella guys are the reason the tanker. I mean, it kind of takes out the fact that the guy was turning into a zombie. That's a cool scene in Resident Evil 2. But it's yeah. like, oh, because they're there, they like divert the tanker into his car in the beginning. That's a cool connection. <laughs> That guy's a maniac. Why'd he bite me? (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know what? Actually, I just thought of one other thing, too, that they totally got wrong. Um, They're the the guns that they... (laughs) The guns that they uh, had for the stars in a little thing, it says that they were made by Joseph Kendo, who (laughs) is wrong. It's John Kendo. Joseph is his brother. They couldn't even okay. get that right. So, you think yeah. they did like no research, or like they didn't play the game again? They just like, yeah, we played Resident Evil Two when it came out. We don't need to do it again. We remember it was yeah. something, right? Yeah, yeah. something. It's only like it's only like fifteen years ago. It's fine. Well, we, we remember. Saw, we saw the movies. I think we got a pretty good. We understanding. saw the movies. <laughs> Jesus, what if that was the fucking case? Oh my god. You're we saw the area. He's really big in the game, right? He's like one of the main characters, right? <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, I think I'll go next with Shelfer Box. This That's is going on the shelf because it's no. okay, showing the box. Twenty-five-year-old um, Mike put this on I the shelf. Thirty-one-year-old Mike's house with a sledgehammer is taking all the shelves. Thirty-one-year-old Mike is taking this game off the shelf, throwing it in the box, and never. <laughs> ever playing this shit again. I was excited. Like, I actually bought the game before the show because I wanted to replay it again. I'm like, I remember it being fun. I want to replay it. And then I'm, so as I put it on the show because I really wanted to replay it, now I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, <laughs> this was not meant to be a bad game to make us suffer. I was like, you know, it's a good game. People just remember it wrong. Like, it's a fun game. <laughs> yeah, the one Resident Evil Mike liked. 
Mm. <laughs> I like four. I love four. So that's a good one. Is this um? <laughs> yes. Is this the last game the hunters have appeared in canonically? They're in Revelations, aren't they? They're in a cutscene in Revelations for sure. Uh, mm. Revelations came out before this, though. Oh. So I, I don't know don't if they were count. in Revelations two or anything. Yeah, if we don't count the remake of two, then yes, I think so. Like in the chrono, like in the chronology. Well, I guess in the chronology, this game took place during two, so that doesn't make sense either. Yeah, doesn't count. Mm-hmm. All right, just going in the box. Never playing it again. Fuck this okay, game. Okay, hunters are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just kind of cut them off. Uh, all right. Um, Stefan, do you want to introduce what we're playing next week for our second week of Spooktober? Yeah, uh, we're playing that classic LJN game on the <laughs> NES, Friday the 13th. I hate um, myself. Mm-hmm. I hate you, so, too. Two great games in a row. Oh, oh that, I said this last time, so I'm going to say this again. When I posted this, uh, Operation Raccoon City, then I posted it, we're playing Friday the 13th, someone's like, I feel like this is a cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, suddenly, I don't feel so bad about playing this game. I think yeah, we got somebody that game more than we did to this game, though. We got another Overbloody for next week, too. So oh, he's going to suffer with us. That game has, like, Ooh. interest in it. Yeah, we're playing, the, we're playing the NES one, not the... In case you're any confused, we're playing a wonderful NES one. Stefan yeah. picked out for us. That's not the awesome. new one. Yep. Not the new one that's definitely not the same game as Dead by Daylight. <laughs> it's a totally different game, okay? Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready to wrap up with plugs? I think so. Okay, first I want to say please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. On Facebook and Instagram where I constantly post screenshots. Usually try to do two a day. doesn't always happen. About what game, with the upcoming game, you kind of have an idea of what we're going to be talking about and get you excited for the next episode. Twitter, I don't do anything but post about the episode. <laughs> Unfortunately, I need to do more on Twitter. But please follow us on there. Instagram, same thing. Um, our awesome intro came courtesy of Bulby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney, from his EP, Bite the Bullet. Song is Cool Kid Squad that we've been, I've said this 45 times now. And if you guys get a chance, please take a listen to that Next to Nothing podcast. I did not have the link pulled up because it shrunk on my phone. So there will be a link in the show notes. And again, I want to thank you, Mike, for joining us tonight. Of course. Suffering with us. Yes, and it sounds like we do have shirts coming. Maybe, but maybe by the time that 2020 comes along, we'll actually have them out in the shop. But hey, it's coming. I mean, 2020 is only like three months away. I know. (laughs) It probably will be by 2020. (laughs) But they are coming. We got this. We got a couple designs up. Um, Stu is working on it, and so we're getting there. So they eventually will be up. But as I as I tell as I want to say every episode, please share this to anyone that likes podcasts. Please spread us around like we're Pikmin, so we can get more listeners and keep doing this. And we have and we do have more ideas that we want to do eventually. Come on, Mike, yep. you spread us around like the T virus. It's so easy. Oh, uh, I, I damn that was good. Okay, that was good. Or or like the shirt I uh, was talking about last time. <laughs> spread us around like AIDS. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I want to. <laughs> Thank everyone for listening, and I am tired. The important thing to remember is that we will make you sick. (laughs) (laughs) Some way, shape, or form. Yes. Have a good night, everyone. Your health will be worse for listening to us. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs) Like the disease.